Hi, everyone, and welcome back to episode 28 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. And uh, <clears throat> this week, we'll be looking at all of the info that we got out of the D3, D23 Expo this past weekend, uh, and deciding kind of whether it was a letdown or not, honestly, because uh, there's been a little bit of that discussion that maybe it was uh, a little underwhelming. Uh, you know, whether that be due to fan casting that just didn't come true, you know, and then it's more on them than anything, you know, or, or was it really, uh, just a disappointing show, especially for being the first one since, uh, 2019. So, uh, before we get to discuss all that, uh, good and bad stuff, uh, we got to discuss just some brief news. Uh, I tried to keep the, the main news segment brief cause it's basically just going to be a news episode. Bingo. Uh, I feel like so, it's how it's been for like the past couple weeks. There's just so much news I know, there's just, coming out. There's a lot new. There's a lot of news and not a lot of like major movies coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're in a weird dry spell. So uh, we got it's drought season. It's pre parched. Uh, so we uh, water. So we've got the trailer for Glass Onion, the uh, Knives Out sequel. Finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some news on. I'm gonna butcher this poor man's name. Lee Jung Jai, uh, the he's the lead from uh, Squid Game. Okay. Uh, his next uh, uh, character, basically, he's going to be in a, a massive franchise. That's all I'll say before we get into the the uh, the deets, right? And then we got a bunch of announcements from Ubisoft this weekend as well, where they kind of held their own uh, press conference style thing. Um, I think they call them Ubisoft forwards. And then Disney and Marvel actually had a game showcase as well that I wanted to talk about separately from D23. Uh, So so if you're ready, I'll just start rattling off a bunch of news at you, and you can hit me with some, hmm, ah, uh, you know. (laughs) So if you're ready, baby, we'll just slip right into it. You You have no idea how ready I am. Right up to the hips. All right, so... Uh, yeah, so trailer for Glass Onion. Did you watch it? I did. What uh, What'd you think? Uh, I thought it looked pretty good. Uh, just from the trailers, I don't think it looked as good as the first one. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I might be a little biased. But Dave Bautista, just that scene where he's got the pistol in his fucking Speedo. <laughs> speedo. Just, and he just pops off a couple rounds up in the air. Yeah, because the guy's like, really? And he's like, pop, pop. And he's like, really? And he slides back yeah. in the holster. Um. So, yeah, I thought it was kind of, I think it's what a teaser should be, honestly, especially for a movie like this, mm-hmm. where, like, the more you know, the less the movie has for you, I suppose, where, you know, it's kind of a, it's a mystery, so you don't really want to know too much going into it. Um, I, I liked seeing the cast. Um, it definitely has, a like, a weird, kind of like the first movie does, of where it's it's slightly comedic, but still intense. Um uh, Glass right. Onion seems to be the name of like an island where because I saw like a structure that kind of looks like a quote unquote Glass Onion. Um, and, and it seems like maybe there's a murder mystery mm-hmm. game for like the wealthy there. Um, and, and then like a real murder actually occurs potentially or, or there is at least somebody who's going to try and stage a murder there because it didn't seem like somebody mm-hmm. was dead yet. It seemed like, oh, we're going to try and prevent a murder. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, someone made the joke of, like, all right, when does the murdering begin? Yeah, when's the murder mystery start? Which is kind of what makes me think... That's what makes me think that maybe it is, like, a a murder mystery game 
that they all went there to to Lucky. to partake in, and then like you know, an, an actual <laughs> actual murder potentially happened. I want to be Professor Plum. That's all I. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, with the candlestick. Got you're a Mr. candelabra. You're Mister Mustard. I'll tell you who I fucking am. I'm your daddy. Seems like this one, um, this this movie what? may have more of an emphasis an emphasis on like puzzle elements, uh, just from the, mm-hmm. uh, the the trailer. Like the kind of the vibe of it was that there was a lot of puzzle pieces moving and things like that, um, which is kind of cool because I do like uh, Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. There's something about that really like over exaggerated Southern draw that I just I really like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, especially on him, he's very yeah. charming. He plays it off really well. Yeah, and because and, that's my thing was I was like, he was I the, really liked. Go ahead. He was James. I was just gonna say he was James Bond, so you know. Yeah, like there's something to be said for his his charisma if he's able to pull off suave Bond as well as you know a Southern PI. So I was a little concerned because I'm like, well, Ana de Armas and he had a really good thing in the first movie. And I wasn't sure if I liked him or Ana de Armas more. Um, and so I was like, oh, man, I wonder how it'll do without her in it, you know, and it just being carried by him. But I don't I think he can do it. Yeah. And I will say, because you were talking about how the trailer didn't sell you as much as the first one. Um, apparently this did, like, incredibly well at the either the Toronto Film Festival or the Venice Film Festival. I don't remember which one. Uh, they premiered it at. But uh, the critics were saying shit about it being like a massive improvement on the first one, which, in my opinion, the first one is an excellent movie to begin with. So to so them... they will roll out any the, kinks from the first yeah. one. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> what do they got cooking up in there? And it does make me go, damn, like, <laughs> I wish that this was more than just a Netflix movie. Like, put it in, yeah. put it in the theaters. I want to go see it. But uh, I feel like we're going to be hitting a day and age where theaters will become obsolete. I hope not. I enjoy going to the theater. So do I. So and I, I'm going to butcher his name some more. So, yeah, Lee Jung Jai, I trust is how you pronounce his name. Uh, he uh, like I said, he was in, in Squid Game. He was the lead. He's actually joined the cast of uh, The Acolyte, which is a Star Wars Disney Plus series in production right now. Um Amandla Stenberg is like the top line of the series right now, and I I don't recognize uh, her name too much to tell you like why that matters. She might be a uh, let's see, Amandla Stenberg. So it seems like she's uh, I don't want to say up and coming. She hasn't been in a ton of things to me mm-hmm. that that uh, that I'm like oh that's her. She was in the Hate You Give, which I didn't see. Um, she was in the darkest minds, which I didn't see. She was in everything, everything, which I didn't see. Oh, there it is. She was actually Rue in the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. So there you go. She's obviously a much uh, more adult person now than she was when she played Rue, because that was ten years ago. But um, whoa, yeah, yeah, freaky out there. So she is is the lead of that film or that show. Sorry. with uh, Jodie Turner-Smith, who's in... I don't know if you ever saw it, Queen and Slim. Uh, she's going to be in it as well. And then, uh, obviously, we don't really know what his role will be within that. Because the series has been pretty kept tight as far as, like, what it's about. <laughs> other than to say... Are you I'll, tell you what's kept, tight? I'll tell you what's kept tight. <laughs> I 
This fucking body. I'll tell you what. My body is a temple. Have you heard the good news? <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it's going to take place towards the end of the High Republic. Like in the, it's it's talking about uh, taking place in the final days of the High Republic. So I think that'd be kind of neat to see, like almost like a like similar to like the fall of Rome. You know, yeah, that'd be really fucking cool. Yeah, because I think there is there is potential for some, you know. Uh, politicking within Star Wars that's not boring. Um, I like, like how political the prequels were. I, I, I think it's they're kind of boring. I'll say it. I don't think I don't think uh, old uh, uh, old Georgie Lucas. I don't think he he knows how to write well enough to make politics compelling. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say it like I fucking said it. Uh, he's not a great writer. He's a he's an idea man. He's not a pen on paper man. You know, he'll he can give you background and lore and things like that, but then give that to somebody who's more skilled, you know, at, at like individual writing, and you got a real treat on your hand, <laughs> like uh, like Clone Wars, for example. Um, uh, you know, Clone Wars was saying you 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 like Clone Wars, don't even the second Star Wars, Star Wars the cl- like that's Attack the, the fucking that's Attack of the Clones. No, Clone Wars is an animated oh, oh, show. Oh, oh, no. Okay, yes, I see. What you, I thought you meant Attack of the Clones, and I was like, Nah, what are you talking about? No, like, Attack of the gas- Clones is dog dicks. I, I, know, I, was say, I thought you're gassing it up, and I was like, No, Attack of the Clones is t- the worst movie out Dude, of the worst. We need to take this three. to Gasser Pass. That was pretty self-explanatory. And no, 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 no. Yeah, Attack of the Clones. Clone Gasser Wars good pass. to finish it. <laughs> pass. <laughs> not, but yeah, not good. so. Uh, not good. No, it's it's kind of a big stinker. So uh, yeah, I don't really know. Like I said, what uh, what his role will will take piece, you know, take part in. But uh, I do like the idea that he's going to get some more, um, you know, Western exposure after the obviously massive success of Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, of, I'm kinda, I'm really excited. Dope. Yeah, I'm excited for so, that. So we'll see how that goes. Let's uh, let's see here. We got oh fuck. All right, we got a bunch of announcements from the Ubisoft forward, so I'm gonna I'm gonna blitz the list. Blitz it, baby. And then we'll kind of come back to the ones that made me go. Oh, all right. So starting at the top here. Uh, so they they announced like a fuck ton of Assassin's Creed games. They did. I saw in one way or another. I saw a. I know we watched one, and then I saw one another one after that. I was like, I thought that they're making a a, a new one already, but then I found <laughs> out that they're making a bunch. Yeah. So let's see here. So we've got Assassin's Creed Infinity officially revealed with two new games, and one is set in feudal Japan. So yeah, we've got, uh, I think it was called Codename Red was the one yeah. for feudal Japan. That's the um, one I saw. <laughs> Codename, Codename Hex looks pretty kind of cool, where it looks almost uh, Salem Witch Trial-y. Okay. Um, and then obviously Assassin's Creed Mirage is like their next big title. Um, it seems like that's the one that's the most complete, uh, and you know, that'll be the next entry we get supposed to be releasing sometime next year. Um, and apparently, so I didn't play Valhalla, but apparently that one is based on a character, uh, Basim, who's like the only real assassin you meet in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it sounds like. Um, Mm -hmm. and so this game is going to kind of actually be a little bit of a prequel to Valhalla and show the 20 years of that person's life leading up to Valhalla. I heard Valhalla was not good. I heard Valhalla was mid. Yeah, I didn't hear it was bad. I just heard it was okay. Uh, Assassin's Creed Codename Jade is an open-world Assassin's Creed game for mobile devices. 
uh, and it takes place in China. So I, I, I've stopped knocking mobile games as much because China. As phones get <laughs> China, as phones get stronger, yeah, you know, and just you know they're a lot more like a mini computer in your pocket, um, and you know some I of mean, them have really high fidelity screens. Yeah, I got a game called My Universe, not a sponsor. Um, that's really freaking good, and uh, I mean it's just it is a game that like if I'm winding down. I'll play that for a little bit, and it's just a very repetitive, but like still interesting, yeah. I suppose. I don't know. I, I like it a lot. So, <clears throat> and, and it sounds like they are they are building this one from the ground up for as a mobile game, um, where it says the Assassin's Creed entry or franchise is getting a new mobile entry set in ancient China called Assassin's Creed Jade. Um, according to Ubisoft, it will feature classic Assassin's Creed gameplay and will take place in an open world. Uh, that was built to work with touch controls. Uh, in addition to showing that the Assassin's Creed Jade will let players create their own assassin protagonist for the first time ever in the series. Um, so it's a, a make-your-own-character kind of thing. And then Jade will also let players explore China in the year 215 BCE and even parkour across the Great Wall. Oh, fuck. I would like to stop the podcast just to uh, let everybody know, now that, now that she's a character in this thing we call uh, Simply Whelmed, Morgan texted me to let me know that uh, she says, my feet hurt. And obviously I didn't respond because I'm professional and we're doing a podcast. And then she says, from carrying all this cake around. And I didn't address it because, you know, again, I'm doing the podcast. And then that wasn't enough. She had to say, hauling a damn dump truck back there. There it so, is. So she's feeling herself today. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla is getting... Uh... <laughs> Is getting a free update. Uh, is getting a free update that's apparently going to basically wrap up the story um, uh, of Valhalla. It says that it's going to tie up the loose ends of Ivor's story, which Ivor's the character you play as in that. Um, so that's kind of cool that they're getting a free update. What like a whole two years later, almost. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see. I'm going to skip over some because some of them are like Mario plus Rabbids is one that I, I've never played, never had interest in. Um, Skull and Bones, uh, it kind of looks dope. Have you seen this? No, I have not. It is like a full-on pirate game. It's actually inspired from the the pirate, like the boat, the ship combat in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And so this is in in some way or shape or form been in the works since Black Flag. Let me um, tell you something right now. Fucking tell me right now. And I'm gonna make it clear to not only you but everyone who's listening. It is not a real fucking pirate game if you, unless you can get scurvy. Like if I'm and not out here, absolutely fucking blitzed on rum. Yeah, like if I like if aggressively those, drunk. If those aren't in there, it's not. I don't know what it is. It's just a boat. Uh, I want I want open sores on my body from the lack of vitamin C, and yep. I want to puke my guts up every morning. Yep, that's that's <laughs> that is what that's I it. want. Pirate I don't care about the combat. Just as oh, dude, make it happen. Pirate Patent simulator. pending. Patent pending. So, We're yeah, all you yeah. the whole, nope, all you fucking do is just you know try to heal your open just, sores and throw yeah, up. You're just and then start. You're over. hoping maybe maybe today we'll find some lime so that I won't have these fucking scabs on me anymore, and then I'm gonna get drunk. So Skull and Bones is set to release on uh, That's November eighth. That's game of the year right there, baby. Uh, they revealed a new trailer focusing on the fact that you can cu fully customize your ship. Uh, as well as an in-game trading network known as the Helm, uh, and it's confirmed that it's going to feature cross-platform play at launch. So that's kind of dope. I think more and more games are doing that. 
where, you know, it's just, it's becoming a thing of, I don't want to have to own every console. Right. Uh, I, I'm going to main, you know, I, I run the combo of the PC and the PlayStation because I can get pretty much every Xbox game on the PC. Mm-hmm. And what I can't get for Xbox or PC, I get for the PlayStation. So that's right. That's fucking right. Uh, uh, just Dance 2023, baby. It's coming out. That's us all night long. Yeah, we're just going to get fucking silly with it. So Just Dance is coming out for Xbox and PS5 and Switch. So, Ooh. yeah, just hook that bitch up to the TV downstairs and just get silly with it. Uh, there's some Rainbow Six no. mobile game. Uh, don't know about that. It's 5v5 matches, cross-play, and voice chat. It sounds like they're going for... Uh, I know that Apex released a mobile version of Apex that has, like, different hunters and st- or, uh, different legends and stuff in it. Or you said Rainbow around. Six Siege? Yeah. So let me get this straight. They'll make a fucking mobile that's cross-platform, but they won't cross-platform Xbox to PC. I don't know if that's true or not. It's fucking dumb, because I try to play... A lot of my friends have Xbox, and I'm always trying to play fucking Siege with them. And we can't, because it's it's not cross-platform. So, Ubisoft, figure your shit out before you start doing stuff like that. That actually boils my blood. Thank you so much for listening. So, it sounds like consoles can cross-play, but PC can't. Yeah, that's dumb. And they're going to make a mobile version that you can cross-play with fucking console. Uh, Well, so we don't know. We don't know. Either way, The Division uh, is getting a free-to-play version uh, of uh, The Division with a whole new game called Heartland. And so that's kind of... Kind of interesting. They didn't really have a whole lot there other than that they're in like a testing phase that players can sign up for now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Division's a game that's I've never played, but I've always thought it, there was something to it. Like, it looked interesting to me. Um, yeah. I know that the very first one, apparently when it came out, was pretty rough, but it's a kind of thing where they, as they updated it and things like that, it got better, and I heard people like actually recommend it. And then The Division 2 apparently was, you know, obviously built off of the improvements they made to the first one. Um and so I might have to try it. I don't know. Really, the only other thing that I had here out of uh, out of that out of Ubisoft is the fact that Netflix and Ubisoft are partnering on a live action Assassin's Creed uh, show, as well as they said three mobile games based on Assassin's Creed, Valiant Hearts, and Mighty Quest that they're making in partnership with Netflix. So I don't think that sounds bad, but it does sound tricky because I mean, there's not a whole lot of I mean, dialogue, you know, if they're going for, like, a true Assassin's Creed, besides, like, right. being introduced, and then, you know, like, initiation, getting in, and then, like, your quests. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'd like to see them pull it off. Yeah. I do yeah, think oh, yeah. that we're, we are closer and closer to, all right, video games can now finally be adapted into a, a movie or a TV show. It just has to be good. But out of all of that, the one that jumps out at me the most of, like, I want to know more about that is the Assassin's Creed Hex. Where, like I said, all they gave us really was, like, a logo reveal. And apparently some people were doing some schlooping. And uh, Hex, the way they have it spelled, is H-E-X-E. And apparently that's German for witch. So they're thinking it might take place. Apparently there was some, like, witch hunt that happened famously in Germany in, like, the 13 or 1600s. And so they're thinking maybe it'll be set in that era. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just down for anything. Interesting. And it did kind of have like a spooky vibe to it, which I think would be kind of interesting to see them 
kind of change genre a little bit and go, well, what if we add a little bit of mystical and horror elements to this? I'd be I'd be all right with that. Yeah, I want. I'm craving a horror game. I'm not gonna. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Disney and Marvel held a games showcase, and uh, right off the fucking bat here, Amy Hennig, who is one of the heads behind Uncharted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Hold on, let me double check that. I almost am like ninety percent positive. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm right on the fucking money. That's right, you're. Fuck, I'm so goddamn good. So, yeah, Amy Hennig worked on Uncharted uh, and is now partnering with Skydance New Media. They revealed that their upcoming narrative-driven ensemble adventure game with Marvel Entertainment will be centered around Captain Marvel and Black Panther during World War II. Uh, so, oh, fuck. It says that during the story, players will travel to Paris, Wakanda, and potentially more places. Uh, I am definitely reading an IGN article because uh, IGN was polite enough to... Uh, condense everything that was really revealed into one area as opposed to me having to jump around and find stuff. Right. Um, so, shout out IGN. Not a sponsor. During Not the story, sponsor. yeah, like I said, people will travel to Paris, Wakanda, and potentially more places. Uh, the game's currently untitled, uh, but it will have four playable heroes. So, obviously, Steve Rogers as Captain America, Azuri, who is T'Challa's grandfather, and okay. the Black Panther in the World War II era. Uh, Gabriel Jones is a Howling Commando. And then there's Nanali, who's a leader of the Wakandan spy network. And it, <laughs> judging from like her outline, she looks like she might be um, a member of the guard. I, oh, I can't think of what they're, what they're actually called. Oh my god, I can't remember. But dude, they're fucking. They're badass. They are badass. In fucking Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when they absolutely fuck up three, like two super soldiers or three super soldiers. <laughs> fucking, they take off Bucky's arm. Yeah, like they just turn his arm off. And uh, fucking John Walker gets his shit pushed in. And more than anything, he, his ego is bruised, which is good, because he deserved yeah. it. Yeah, he's a fuckhead. He was, he was flying high on super soldier serum, and they really took him down for, you know, took him down a size. Mm-hmm. Midnight Suns, uh, which is one that I'm really excited for. That's the XCOM-style Marvel game that I've been jonesing for. It got delayed a while back to, like, an unclear date. And they finally have a release date for it of December second, so it's still coming out this year. Uh, and it's going to be for next gen, or sorry, the new, the current gen consoles, PS Five and the Xbox Series X, uh, as well as PC. Uh, and the Switch version has no date, but it is planned for release on the Switch. Sure, sure. <clears throat> and apparently, it's going to be getting some prequel shorts beginning on October thirty first. Uh, so I'm, I'd kind of check those out, just mm-hmm. see what the the story is of it. Tron Identity. Is a game coming out okay. <laughs> that takes place? Uh, I, I don't have it here. I read it somewhere else. I want to say it takes place about a thousand years after Tron Legacy. Um, and so, uh, did you ever watch Tron Legacy? No. Oh, did you ever watch Tron? Nope. Word. So uh, it, they have it uh, coined here as a new visual novel adventure. Uh, so it's a detective program tasked with solving the mystery of an unprecedented crime. There wasn't really too much revealed other than like a 30 second trailer that's more just like a, oh, we're doing Tron shit. And everybody went, bah! And then that was yeah. it. Um, let's see here. There's a new co op Mickey Mouse and Friends game. Oh my God. It's called Illusion Island. And it's a 2D platformer starring Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Uh, 
it kind of gave off some um, Cuphead vibes a little bit. Okay, I like Cuphead. It's hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah so I, I bet, I'm willing to bet that it's not going to be as hard as Cuphead, because they're probably going to market it towards children. Sure. Um, and I don't see kids having the emotional fortitude for something like Cuphead. Yeah, I, Cuphead makes fully me mad. Fucking, yeah, like it makes me throw a tantrum. I can't imagine a fucking seven-year-old. So, Marvel World of Heroes is the, the new game from uh, Niantic, which Niantic is who made Pokemon Go. And it is literally a Marvel AR game where you create your own uh, hero and uh, you're going to team up with Marvel characters in the real world. And uh, yeah, that's really all they showed off. It's more like a, they showed just a, an animated trailer of mm-hmm. like, or sorry, a CGI trailer of like real people, but then obviously like, put Doctor Strange's, like, shield hand things on, and somebody wielding Mjolnir, and somebody with, like, Cyclops's, uh, you know, laser eyes. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm a, I'll probably do to it what I did to uh, Pokemon Go, which is download it and play it for a month, and then go, all right, I get it. That sounds pretty, yeah, I don't know, that sounds pretty cool. In theory, it sounds really cool, but I don't know, I'll have to, I'll have to give it a poke. Yeah, I don't know that AR is, is there yet, but I do see it being a thing. Oh, speaking of Marvel, I've got something to tell you, but I'll wait till you're done here. I don't know. Go ahead. Jump in. Dude. Dude. Fucking. Saw this mod for Minecraft. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, you did. And um, it is going through all of, like, Iron Man's suits. Mm -hmm. And they do it in a sense where it's not OP, but it's something actually really useful. Okay. So like one was like you can like you have uh, his shield from his nanotech armor. Now obviously it has durability to it, and you can rebuild them. And then there's one where it's like you can fly, but it's only for a certain amount of time. Like if you're in a trench or whatever. Yeah. And then there's one um, where you can like step out of the suit, and it acts as a player. So like there's a zombie, it'll know to attack. Oh yeah, the where zombies. it's like it's in uh, like drone mode or yeah dude it looks good and like it doesn't look i don't look at this and go like okay if i have this suit literally i'm op as fuck because like you can still die and like stuff like that and i mean tony stark died that's a little too soon bug it's not too soon it's been in years bub avatar uh frontiers of pandora got a quick gameplay overview i'm excited Uh, for that yeah i mean it was like (laughs) aggressively quick uh, mm-hmm. There wasn't really too much to talk about, but it does look nice. I mean, I'll, I'll give them that. Visually, it is, is, is you know, it is Pandora. But, uh, again, I'm not really tied up in Pandora. Like, Avatar doesn't have me going, oh, fuck, Avatar. But maybe after this one comes out and they get the ball rolling on, like, uh, having the sequels come out back to back to back and all that, it'll it'll revamp that, that franchise for people. And I might, I might go, oh, shit, Avatar, fuck, <laughs> you know? Avatar is uh, dope as fuck. I love it. Aliens Dark Descent got a gameplay trailer. I want to play it, dude. It's a top-down shooter uh, that's squad-based, and you're just taking on fucking hordes of xenomorphs. I, I don't like top-down games. I just can't get into them. I don't know what it is. I just don't like that point of view. I just It's not me. I've got a theory, but I won't voice it here. All right. It sounds, sounds pretty solid. <laughs> word. Word. But uh, yeah, that's all I got out of the out of Ubisoft and Disney slash Marvel. So uh, for games, so if you're 
if you're all all wet and ready, we can just go into Newstown and or you know the, the main event of D23. Let's fuck it up. So we've got options here. Do we just dive right into to Marvel, or do we start with some of the the lighter stuff and graduate to Star Wars and Marvel? Well, let's start off with some of the lighter stuff. All right, all right. Let me let me let me find so Disney live action. We got a a, a trailer. The first teaser trailer for The Little Mermaid. Um, We're not going to get into it because people aren't happy with it. Ooh, why? Well, Ariel doesn't look like the cartoon. Okay. Uh, (laughs) She's a mermaid, a fictional thing, right? Yeah. Uh, The actress is black. Mm -hmm. Ariel is not black in the cartoon and people aren't happy about it. Oh my god. So... It's fictional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, It's literally a, uh, a mermaid, and uh, and they're like, you mermaids aren't. Um, uh, uh. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> they're just trying really hard to not say it out loud, you know. I think that's stupid. I think it's yeah. a very dumb thing. Uh, we got a trailer for Hocus Pocus too. I was never into Hocus Pocus, but. Mm-hmm. We got you really disappointing me with that, man. <laughs> you didn't you didn't like Hocus Pocus as a kid? No, I just never got into it. Uh, I did think it was weird. It comes out on September thirtieth. Why wouldn't you put it out like in the middle of October? Yeah, like it's mm-hmm. it's fucking it's it's Halloweeny. Like drop that shit near Halloween. Anyways, uh, I we remember got, I was uh, down bad for uh, one of the I can't fucking remember the Sarah Jessica Parker, the blonde one. <sighs> Oh yeah. my god, she always made me feel. I whenever you know it was on, like my sister was watching it and she came yeah. on screen, I'd sit down for a little bit. Yeah, but I better, I better watch this. <laughs> better pop this one. That wasn't the other thing you were popping. Uh, we got a glimpse at Mufasa, the Lion King, which is a prequel oh. uh, about Simba's father, Mufasa. So okay, uh, at least they're cool. going to be doing something new, you know. Yeah. yeah. As opposed, I mean that to, sounds. Like, yeah, I'm curious just on a rehash. Uh, yeah. I'm curious on uh, Mufasa and Scar's relationship, like because of their brothers, yeah. so, like them growing up. I'm curious about when Scar decided to become like morally evil. A fuckhead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, morally evil, as you said. <laughs> a fuck. Uh, a trailer for Peter and Wendy, which is going to be a Disney Plus movie uh, starring Jude Law as Captain Hook. Okay. Uh, we got to look at the Haunted Mansion based on the ride. And it's mm-hmm. starring Jamie Lee Curtis as the spooky Madame Leota. And uh, it's going to come out in 2023. I, mm-hmm. I didn't gather from uh, anything I read or watched whether that's going to be a theatrical release or a Disney Plus movie. But it sounds like a theatrical release. Because mm-hmm. um, most of these mention that it's going to be available on Disney Plus, And that sure. one did not. Nothing I read about that one mentioned Disney Plus. So. Uh, we got a trailer for Disenchanted which is a, a sequel to a 2007 movie, Enchanted, that starred Amy Adams. And this one still also stars Amy Adams. And it actually looked like a large majority of the cast is returning. Did you ever watch Enchanted? No. Uh... It's the one where she's yep. like a fairy tale yeah. that yeah. comes to I New actually, York. I have. I have, as a matter of fact, I have. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. No, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I remember enjoying it. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. But uh, tell you what, Amy Adams plays that like just disgustingly naive, like, fairy tale, everything's perfect person mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. well. And uh, Disenchanted seems to be... I didn't gather entirely, like, her 
husband are moving somewhere and they've got a kid and uh, they're trying to nice up their town and she's using fairy tale magic to do so, like a wishing well or something, but it, she becomes corrupted and becomes like the evil stepmother and stuff. And so she's the bad person in this movie and they're trying to fix her. Uh, on the animation like the front. Exorcist. Yeah, <laughs> we need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> There's going to be a, uh, a Zootopia series called Zootopia Plus. Uh, and it's going to be six short stories that take place in the world of Zootopia. Okay. Um, let's see. We got... Uh, let's find it here. I don't want to talk about the theme parks. Get that shit out of here. Pixar, baby! Uh, <clears throat> Inside Out 2 is going to be a thing. And Real right, quick. I uh, just hope to God that in that Zootopia show... Huh. Uh-huh. That there's just one episode about the little mouse, the Godfather mouse. Yes. Yeah. And it just takes such a serious turn. Like, you know, when <laughs> it starts, it like it gives you like some viewers may find this episode disturbing. Disturbing. Yeah. And he yeah, is just it comes ice up, and yeah, it comes up TVMA. Yeah. He's just popping caps. And yeah, it's like for for graphic violence and strong sexual content. And you're like, Whoa. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a mouse. <laughs> it's, it's it's a mouse, and he is just clapping mouse cheeks and <laughs> decapitating people. You know, it just, it's the, it's it the, is, he cuts off a horse's head. It is just a like side by side, re, you know, it re, is uh, reanimation face. of just the entire se- series of Sopranos. It's the Sopranos, but just with rats and mice and <laughs> ferrets and shit, just rodents. Uh, <laughs> No, but for real though, Inside Out too. I really enjoyed Inside Out, and I did too. Uh, it was good. I hope, I hope Inside Out two is good and isn't. It's more like a Toy Story two and less like a Cars two. Uh huh. You know, because yeah. Cars two was very much a you know what Disney likes money. Uh, whereas Toy Story two was like yeah, it felt like a good sto- like a good needed story. You know, um, and apparently it's going to be about teenage Riley. And obviously, it'll introduce new emotions, and uh, it's due out summer of 2024. Yeah, you know. TVMA. <laughs> just yeah, again, like, she's like, just on. It's uh, it's euphoria, but with Riley. <laughs> <laughs> she's just having sex and doing drugs in high school. There's just uh, an emotion for drugs, and he's got like a drug yeah. rug on. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Who's that? Oh, that's addiction. Don't get near him. <laughs> he won't leave you alone. He, yeah, he'll ride your back. So uh, there's a new movie called Elemental in production, which comes out uh, summer of next year, and it's going to follow Ember, who's made of fire, and Wake, who consists of water, as they grow close in a city where people are defined by their elemental makeup. Uh... <laughs> we got a first look at a new movie called Elio which follows a bookish kid as he makes first contact with aliens. He's brought Ooh. to their world and becomes Earth's ambassador to the rest of the universe. And then have we have an animated seen... series for Disney+. Plus. Go ahead. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Mars Needs Mom? Uh, no, nobody saw that movie. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it lost. A, it, it killed them. I didn't think it was. I, maybe I'll have to rewatch it because it's been a long time. But I don't remember it being that bad. I didn't say it was bad. I just said no. I didn't watch it, and nobody else. Like it, it lost so much money, unfortunately, for Disney. I say unfortunately. I'm not like crying for them. I think sure, they're yeah. doing just fine. But uh, my empathy, if Disney loses money, is 
Not high. Zero. It is negative. I'll be happy, honestly. <laughs> so, 20th Century Studios, uh, on, on their front here, James Cameron apparently showed just a ridiculous amount of footage at D23 with, like, uh, 3D glasses and everything. And uh, we didn't get to see any of it, so... No. That's pretty, pretty, pretty dope. That, Maybe uh, we should start happened. doing those things. Yeah, we'd have to have the kind of presence that gets us in those places. <laughs> it's me, baby. Uh, I'll get us and in any. I gotta tell you. All right, do you want to do Star Wars or Marvel first? Star Wars. All day, Star Wars. Star Wars. All right, Star Wars. Right out of the motherfucking gate. We're starting at the top. We got the fucking season three teaser trailer for The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Ah! Sorry. It was <laughs> bananas. I liked seeing uh, the fucking... Well, first of all, Bo-Katan on Mandalore. Yep. Uh, yep. Seeing all... I like that they, like, just now they just come out and said it, like, <laughs> he's he is Grogu's father. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. Because Bo even asked him, you know, what did you think? Do you think your father, you know, your dad was the only Mandalorian? And then it shows that shot of, like, several Mandalorians basically airdropping into some city. Mm-hmm. And, like, some fucking space fights. I do love how... High budget, uh, the Star Wars TV shows. Are, some of them are when it comes to, like the space stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like Visually. in season one and two of the Mandalorian, like they, uh, which I think I remember talking about it a, a while back. They said that they're mm-hmm. trying to do as much practical stuff if rather they're than able, CGI. Yeah. So, like a lot of the aliens that we saw in Mandalorian, especially in season two when they're on that, um, it almost looks like looks like that harbor. When he lands his ship. Yeah, with the frog lady. Yeah, and like they were all practical and stuff like that, which I really liked. That to me just feels a little more real. Yeah. And I do believe that they are using, um, that you do, do still use models like the original movies did um, to like give you scale models for, for some mm-hmm. of the space stuff, which is nice. Um, yeah, obviously they give us a little reminder from like uh, the Boba Fett series. That yeah, he's no longer a Mandalorian, as far as yeah. his sect is concerned. But they are also starting to lean into the fact that I think he was a part of a cult. Like that's not just how Mandalorians act. That is a very specific sect of the Mandalorians mm-hmm. who believe because they were exiled to the moon that they are better than everyone else and survived the you know what is it like the night of a thousand tears or whatever. I I just hope that he doesn't give up the dark saber. Right, yeah, I know, because right now he's got it, baby. Like he doesn't. I want him to keep it, but man. doesn't. Uh, spoiler alert! I'm not sure. Doesn't Darth Maul take it? Darth Maul's dead, my guy. Well, not yet. Well, he's not. Oh yeah, he is. At this point, Darth Maul's dead. Oh, uh, well, because I know Maul rules Mandalore for a while, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was but, gonna say uh, I'm not. I'm not. That's crazy. in. That's in Clone Wars. Which is another, it's part of the list. It's part of the fucking list. Yeah. Yeah, we all know. We all know. It's okay. But yeah, that, uh, but that I happens did, I in... Did finish, I did finish some of that list, and I'll be talking about that later. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, I don't know where it all falls. I don't know how the end... Because I don't know if the Darksaber ever shows up in um, Resistance, which obviously would take place after this, because it's right before the sequel trilogy. Oh. Um Uh oh, <laughs> drinky poo time! Oh man, cracking a cold yeah. one. 
Speaking of uh, some of the space shit looking dope, fucking Andor got a final trailer ahead of the premiere. Dude, it looks pretty fucking good. Like, Stop that right now. What? That shit looks so fucking good. That's what I just said. I know. Oh, like okay, I'm getting totally bricked stop. up. Oh, yeah, because I'm getting bricked. I'm just fully, I'm fully <laughs> erect. You're fl- fucking flipping your desk over. <laughs> just with your erection power. I gotta get out but of no, here. I, like the space power or the space shots look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just I like the idea of it being similar to Rogue One, both espionage and just a war film. Yeah, yeah being a, a spy looks, war thriller. Yeah, it looks gritty. It looks dirty, and like that's dark, and that's what I'm really you hoping like, to see. You like you like dirty, gritty, dark things, don't you? You're goddamn right. All right, so Ahsoka uh, obviously has an upcoming live action series. With Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. And apparently there was some imagery revealed, uh, but I don't believe there was any, um, like, full footage shown. But uh, they did hint at some of the links to the show Rebels. Uh, So that's kind of cool that it is going to be, for the people that have have watched all that and have followed the the storyline. And I do think they're going to lean into more of that as they go along of, like, yeah, sorry, I guess she should have watched it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, I mean, I think before I watch Ahsoka, I'm going to try to finish. By that time, hopefully, I would have everything already completed. Hopefully, like, uh, yeah. from Clone Wars. It comes out levels. in 2023, but I don't think they have, like, a hard time frame yet, other than just mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the fans got a glimpse, but not a trailer, uh, showing Jude Law in Skeleton Crew, so which, which we talked about earlier in the year. Uh, it's going to be the one that's more... Uh, Goonies-esque uh, mm-hmm. about a group of younglings lost in space with with Jude Law. So, neat. Uh, the Bad Batch Season 2 got uh, got some fucking sh- stuff shown there. Uh, it's going to kick off on January 4th with a two-episode premiere. And then the one that I'm actually really jazzed about for, as far as footage that we actually got to see at home was Tales of the Jedi. Yes. Yeah, I was waiting for you like, to say this one. Uh, damn, it looks good. Yeah, we're seeing so just good. in like the in the trailer. You see Qui Gon as a Padawan. You see young Dooku as um, a Jedi. Still, we get to see Ahsoka I, at Padme's funeral. Yeah, which is sad I, uh, that she was there. I I was talking to a couple of buddies at work when I saw this trailer, and they have a hunch that we're going to find out a lot more lore about Dooku because you know he was. Oh well, yeah, it's because it's going to be six royalty. episodes. Yeah, it's gonna be six episodes, three about Ahsoka, three about him. Mm-hmm. Which so, yeah, I'm I would fine hope we find that. something else out about him in three episodes. But something, something I did notice that I wanted to point out that I'm very intrigued is uh, for those who don't know, and I'm about to throw a lot of nerd lingo out there. Uh, Dooku's lightsaber hilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In when you know he turns it on and it's blue, is the same one as the one when it's red. Mm-hmm. Now I've read on, I can't remember what comic, it might have been the comic where uh, Vader Yeah, it was, it was the, the one comic. I read where he has to bleed the Yeah, he and he has that the kyber crystal. Yeah. But I also, I also saw that like when you do that, typically you get a new hilt too. Sure. But in this one he has the same one and I'm curious and I may be way off, but I'm curious if there's a reason why he has the same one. 
Maybe he just likes that shape, so he built one. Could be. I don't know. Or he was like, I don't want to break the fucking saber. So he just took the kyber crystal out, tortured the shit out of it, and then put it back. Yeah. Can you do that? I don't know. It's fucking Dooku. What, there isn't anything he can't do. But also we see... Uh, uh, um, what's his name? Mace Windu. Uh, no, I, no, we do see him, but uh, he's a Sith. He's got the skull face. Oh, yeah, face. one of the Inquisitors um, fucking... Yeah. Uh, Lord... Uh, fuck, it... what is his name? Hold on. Fucking... I want to say Insidious, but that's wrong. Yeah, no, it's not. Is it? Pull that up, Jimmy. Sith and... What's the show called? Tales of the Jedi? Yep. Tales of the Jedi? Oh! Oh, yeah, we did also see Yaddle in there. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Fucking Yaddle, uh, turn on her saber and just fucking Duke fucking it out shit with up. Dooku. Yeah. Do you think Dooku kills Yaddle? Is it Yaddle or Yaddle? Uh, oh, no, it's Yaddle, maybe. But no, he doesn't kill Yaddle because Yaddle's in, um, uh huh. Attack of the Clones? No, first one. Phantom Menace. Mm. Why is it this fucking hard to find out who that is? Like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I. I don't know. I googled it. Why? Like, Google, why have you failed me? I don't know. I think we'll just we'll just be lost forever. Who knows? Somebody knows. Tell us. Is it? It wouldn't be Reven from Knights of the Old Republic. It's not Darth Reven because that's too far back in time. But it's a similar mask. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You hear me? I don't fucking know. Is it Darth? Is it Nihilus? Yeah. No, I don't think so from reading here. That's what it looks just like that. Because he died. Yeah, no, it's definitely not Nihilus. Nihilus died in the year 3951 BBY, which is before the Battle of uh, Yavin, which is the end of uh, uh, the original trilogy. So, yeah, he didn't. He he died almost 4,000 years before the end of the original trilogy. Now hold the phone. I'm pulling this up right now for us. So it is a mask of Darth Nihilus that uh, okay. was a piece of armor that he wore um, that he bounded himself using the force in an effort to retain a semblance of a physical form. So I'm curious if someone took that mask and that's who we're seeing because it looks a lot like this, but it also looks a little different. So it might just be somebody inspired by that art. Could be. Because, like, the, the subtitle uh, did say just Inquisitor. So we might have just spent a lot of time on, on a new character. Yeah, either way. I'm excited. I'm excited. Indiana Jones 5, baby. Are they, they're making Fucking. a new one? Oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, Harrison Ford's last one. He, he said it himself at, at, uh, at D23. And he got pretty choked up uh, giving a speech about it. Uh, on stage, and the D23 attendees got an exclusive look at the trailer, uh, and it also has Phoebe Waller-Bridge starring alongside him, who is uh, Fleabag from the show that I've talked about on here before. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually voiced uh, the android or the droid in Han Solo. <laughs> okay. I liked her character. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, he uh, he did. He got really choked up talking about it, uh, which is kind of sweet. And he seems really excited about it. Where he talked about it being a really good one. And he's actually very proud of it, and he's glad that it'll like well, glad he, that that's what he's ending on. Yeah. So he, I know he always said he really enjoyed doing the Indiana Jones. 
Yeah, it's like the polar opposite of Star Han Wars. We're like Hans, like he only agrees. He's like, if you fucking kill me, I will do it. Like, <laughs> I will do it if you fucking make it so I never have to do another. Like, all right, it makes sense to me. That's all I had for Star for for Lucas films. Uh, are you ready for the main event, Marvel? Oh yeah, throw it on me. Right. Like throw it, <laughs> throw it back. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Ryan, uh, directors Ryan Coogler uh, showed an exclusive scene that apparently revealed that the international community is uh, Wakanda supply vibranium in the wake of King T'Challa's death. So they did mention, like out loud, that T'Challa is is dead. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't know why or, or how. Uh, we got to see the Dormelage, um fighting off uh, a group of of um, I don't know what you want to call them, like mercenaries, I suppose, that are trying to break in and take Vibranium, as well as apparently some extended footage of uh, Namor. So uh, that's kind of dope. And and apparently Namor or Namor's men uh, attempt to attack the queen and um, M'Baku, I was trying to think of what his name is, M'Baku jumps in to defend her. And so that's kind of a a neat dynamic of uh, M'Baku being there at her side to defend her. Yeah, I know. I've I've been seeing a lot of stuff about like uh, a lot of those actresses uh, saying like the the training that they've been doing to yeah the preparation of this yeah and the preparation of this film and uh, just from some of the choreography that I've been seeing looks really freaking good. We better get these dogs under control. I know Sullivan, my pup is is crying over here. Hold on. Yeah, and and one of the big dogs downstairs carrying on. Uh, however, I did. Uh, I read a lot of of accounts because most of the footage shown at D twenty three for Marvel. Oh, but uh, yeah, most of the footage shown was exclusive stuff that we didn't get to see yet. And uh, oh, I saw it. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. You're correct. I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you hear them down there? Hmm? I don't. They all they all started carrying on at once and then just all stopped at once. So that's not a great sign. But uh, <laughs> someone's just in the house. We got a podcast to record, so we'll have yeah, to fucking have to, wait. Have to wait. Yeah, if you're gonna break in and murder us, just give us time to <laughs> edit and post this, and then we'll be fine. Um. Yeah. What was I talking about? T'Challa. All that. Yeah, I don't think... Oh, yeah, no, no. A bunch of people said that you got a much better look at the Black Panther, like, whoever is wearing the uniform. Uh, it has a female physique, so... It's I'd like to hope... Um, I'd like to hope that it's... Uh, I'd like Yuri to be Ironheart. Well, no, but... Riri is Ironheart. I know. Because Ironheart's actually in this movie. I have mixed feelings about that, but it's fine. Um... You have mixed feelings about the actual character that is Ironheart playing Ironheart? Well, in Ironheart, it's the boy from Iron Man 3. No, it's not. Ironheart is is Riri Williams. I thought I saw something where it was... Anyway, there's plenty of comics out there. It, I, might have just I think, I think you're thinking one. of Iron Lad. Iron Lad, that's what I'm thinking of. But anyways, um, I really wanted Yuri to be Ironheart because... I don't know, she's just fucking badass with technology, but I can't who am I thinking of? The main uh his his the main oh the main door Melage. Yeah. Yeah, I can't Akoye. Yeah. I'd like it to be her. 
Yeah, I'm thinking either her or Nakia, his his wife. Oh, that would be cool too. Watch it just be his fucking mom. <laughs> just fucking shit up. Getting revenge for her son. That would make sense. A lot of hate in that. Yeah. Oh, what if the uh, what if the Atlanteans kill T'Challa? No, I don't do think, think they could do that because then Namor is pretty is pretty irredeemable. Do you think uh, they're going to CGI him in for a scene? I, I don't know. I think it's a it's a tricky one. There's no real right answer. Honestly, I I hate to say it, but they honestly could have just recast the role, um, because like now you have to try and ride around his death. And it's like, well, I don't know that that's what he would have wanted. You know, what I mean, if he liked the character T'Challa a lot, you know, and, and loved it, yeah, you know, I don't think he would want that character to die with him. Right. You know, but also I don't know him to say that. So it is what it is. I could uh, see them like CGIing him like in his deathbed. That would make sense. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm excited because I really like uh, Black Panther a whole lot. So mm-hmm. I'm excited with this having stored for us. That's right. Uh, apparently, so Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is oh, obviously going to be kicking off Phase 5 uh, on yep. February 17th. I will and say there Phase was an 5 exclusive looks... look. Huh? I was going to say Phase 5 looks really good. Phase 4 was, I felt, everywhere. It was all over the place. Yeah. So I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping that they were all over the place because they're leading into something. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking they're building blocks that will make sense down the line. Sure. It could be that. So, let's see. There was an exclusive look at the movie that showed Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne working with her parents, obviously Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, uh, as well as Scott's daughter Cassie, and they were exploring the quantum realm. Uh, We got to see... Apparently, yeah, Scott's got a big fucking head from being an Avenger. Mm -hmm. And and it's just... like he's. We got to see (laughs) that he is the uh, employee of the month permanently at his... Uh, Baskin Robbins that he worked at, <laughs> and and he's written a book and has a podcast. I and yes. he uh, and he's just he's really right in the fact that like it's up it's he came up with the quantum traveling and things like that, and it's it's you know, basically as far as he's concerned, he saved everybody <laughs> in his mind. Yeah, which I mean, it's really like him and that mouse, like him and that rat. Say, it really... was the rat. It was the rat yeah. that saved everybody. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so Cassie is like really trying to reel him back in, and uh, made some way to, for them to travel to the quantum realm. Something happens, and they all get taken to the quantum realm, where they find like full civilizations and stuff down there. And we get to meet uh, Kang, who is holding Cassie hostage and is forcing Scott to steal something for him. Um, and that is where we get the, the badass line from Kang, uh, where Scott basically tells him, like, do you know who you're messing with? Like, I'm an Avenger. And he goes, you're an Avenger. Have I killed you before? Oh, yes. And he, he says, apparently there's, they got an extension of that line where he says something effective, basically like, you know, after so many, they blur together. So it's like, Jesus oh. Christ, through time, this man has just absolutely slaughtered Avengers. Every, yeah, just on the reg. Because the thing that makes him so powerful is is that he is the master of time. And mm-hmm. where you might kill him right now, and then he comes back in five minutes, having spent the last thousand generations training for that moment. I'm excited. Uh, I yeah. might have to prep up on a little bit of the quantum realm, because I, like, I say yeah. this damn near every 
every episode, I'm a simple man, so this might have to be a big thinking movie for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a fucking, all right, don't talk to me, I'm locked in. Yeah, like, I might watch it once just to watch it, and then I'm going to watch it again, like, all right, I really got to hone in on this. Uh, And apparently Bill Murray is in this as well. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's He's getting old. Well, I mean, it happens to everybody, man. We're all going to die. (laughs) We're all going to die! We kind of broke the story. I say we broke the story. We brought this up from a couple weeks ago. Either Deadline or The Hollywood Reporter. I think it was The Hollywood Reporter had kind of gotten a scoop that Matt Shackman, who directed WandaVision, was going to be helming Fantastic Four, and that he dropped out of the fourth uh, Star Trek movie, and they confirmed that at D23, that he is directing the Fantastic Four. Uh, And that was the only Fantastic Four. Everybody was expecting, like, a cast to drop and things like that. Nothing. It was just, yeah, Matt Shackman's doing it. Well, maybe they don't have... They don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think, yeah, which is making people go, oh, no. Things supposed to come out in two years. They better get some shit together. I would like to see John Krasinski returning as. Yeah. Uh, oh my Reed. god! Why am I? Yeah, Reed, Reed Richards. Richards. Um. But I, like, if, if it wasn't him, I wouldn't be upset because, like, I do understand, like, you know, the the multiverse Variants thing and, and things like that. Yeah, that that's that's fine. But I did think he played he played a good Reed Richards in that time. Apparently, so I don't know where this is coming from, but a bunch of people on like. Twitter and TikTok and things like that. So I don't know if it's a deleted scene from I haven't again uh, from Disney Plus uh, or on the DVD for Doctor Strange. Um, <clears throat> but apparently there was a deleted post credit scene, and it was uh, a stretchy hand reaching up and like either pausing a video or stopping a video. But it was footage from the fight against Wanda. Oh, and so it's fun. like okay, so is the implication that it is somehow that Reed Richards, or is it a Reed Richards from another universe watching that and going, oh shit, we better better, better prep for that, or, or yeah. what? You know what I mean? I don't know what the implication is there, which might be why they cut it. Or maybe it's because they didn't want to accidentally imply something they didn't mean to, and everybody's like, oh, Reed Richards survived! And then they're like, well, no, he didn't. Now he turned into spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> that was... that was. Yeah, he got absolutely... Literally shredded and popped. They all, they all got fucked. They all got fucked up by Wanda. So, uh, Captain America: New World Order is going to have Tim Blake Nelson return, and he was in The Incredible from two thousand eight. Yes, yeah. He's the he's the scientist that like is forced against his will to juice up the Abomination. Uh-huh. Yep. And yeah, so he's going to come back as the leader because the post credit scene to that one, or one of the credits to that one, was the stuff like dripping on his fucking forehead and. His brain starting to swell up like the leader. He's <laughs> just getting big brain. He looked like fucking Markiplier, you know? Oh, yeah. It's big brain time. It's big brain time. But he is coming back as the leader. So that's kind of cool that they're like... <laughs> this is twice now that they've brought back somebody literally from that movie as yeah. like... Uh, and uh, yeah, here, he's returning finally. Here's the abomination and got a little a little tease in uh, Shang-Chi and then has a full... Uh, appearance in She-Hulk, spoiler alert. <clears throat> and then uh, now we're bringing the leader back. So he is going to presumably face off against Sam Wilson um, as uh, Captain America. And then Joaquin Torres is playing the Falcon, uh, is going to take on the role of the Falcon, which Joaquin Torres was his like wingman from uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, who was like yeah. helping him fix up Red Wing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then Isaiah Bradley 
will be there. Who is, uh, he was, um, uh, his, his grandfather was the, like, the test subject super soldier. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. So uh, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I do uh, We're that. getting some of those characters back. And then the Winter Soldier, obviously. Uh, or, sorry, uh, yeah, that's sorry, the way they have it phrased here is odd. Okay. So, yeah, Joaquin Torres and Isaiah Bradley are both going to be returning from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, is, uh, so there's an Israeli super Sabra, who's going to be making an MCU debut in this, played by Shira Haas. And the movie comes out on May 3rd of 2024. So we got a little bit of a wait on that one. Nothing yeah. like nothing extreme. And then they just straight up showed us the, the lineup for the Thunderbolts. I don't and, know anything about the Thunderbolts, though. Well, I mean, maybe we can do some digging and find out, baby. Yeah, Thunderbolts are basically... Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the Thunderbolts lineup is Valentina Allegra, which is Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's yeah. the one that's kind of been assembling these people. Yes. And then we got Ghost, who's the... She's the bad guy from Ant-Man 2. Yep. Who's, like, can slip in and out of the quantum realm. Yeah. And then Red Guardian. So David Harbour's back. <laughs> as, as the Russian uh, super soldier. And then the Black Widow, portrayed by... Um, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her sister. I can't remember her, her name, but name? I know exactly What's your fucking name? About? Florence Pugh, uh, but... Yelena. Yep. That's, I and just said that. Bucky Barnes, obviously, is there as the Winter Soldier. U.S. Agent is there, as well as Taskmaster. So, uh, my only problem with this lineup is that it is mostly uh, just Super Soldiers. Do you think there's a reason behind that? I don't know. Because, like, if they're supposed to be filling the void that is the Avengers, which is typically what the, the Thunderbolts are, like, created out of, mm-hmm. that's not a, a very diverse team. It's like Ghost can kind of do some phasing stuff, but is primarily just a very skilled hand-to-hand combat person, right? Sure. Red Guardian, just a, he is just a super soldier. Black Widow, again, very skilled hand-to-hand combat and some um, espionage stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then Bucky, again, just a very skilled fighter. U.S. agent, he's just a super soldier. Uh, uh, and Bucky's a super soldier, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I said. No, you just said a skilled hand-to-hand fighter. Oh, I apologize, as well as his super soldiers here. And then uh, U.S. Agent, Super Soldier. And then Taskmaster is a Super Soldier. (laughs) Who has the ability to, like, just have the photographic uh, reflexes. So, I mean, yeah. It's like, well, they're a relatively low-power team, I would say. You know, when you've got, like, Hulks and Iron Mans and fucking Doctor Stranges and Spider-Mans and all that. It's a pretty pretty low, low low-grade team. So maybe there's something to that. You know what, uh... Speaking of photogenic, like, if you had photogenic memory, like, some underlying things I feel like people don't talk about, like some of the perks, mm-hmm. is like, you know that golden porn video you found when you're, like, 14? Right, yeah, you just, you'll never, rem- you'll never you'll, forget it. You'll never forget that. That, to me, would your make eyes, everything worth it. Sift through the library that is your brain, find it, and just crank one out. Dude. Oh, my God. You're in it. Like, that's it. Uh... Apparently, there is an exclusive trailer shown uh, for the Marvels, which is the the Captain Marvel sequel that's going to bring together uh, Ms. Marvel, obviously Captain Marvel, and then Monica Rambeau, uh, who who got her powers in WandaVision. Mm -hmm. And uh, it shows the trio fighting together, 
And apparently the three of them in some way or another all switched places, which was obviously the implication at the end of Ms. Marvel um, when fucking Carol Danvers is just in her room. Yeah. And she goes, oh, no. What the fuck? Uh, And so, yeah, Kamala gets to meet um, Nick Fury out in space, apparently, and is very, like, embarrassing herself. And she plays just the uber fan in that. Uh, she is like, I cannot believe I am with, well, first of all, Carol Danvers, uh, you know, her, her, her idol, but then also, you know, just Monica Rambeau who has superpowers and now, and she's like, I am in space with superpowered people. And I'm like, this is it. I've made it. I'm a hero. And, uh, <laughs> I've made it. I'm living. I've made to it. You. And it is funny to see like red carpet interviews and stuff with, um, Oh God, I just completely lost the young lady's name that plays Kamala Khan, but, uh, that's just her person. She can't believe that she's in the MCU now. And she mm-hmm. like she is Kamala Khan as far as the holy fuck, this is this is it. I'm meeting my eyes. Yeah. Uh, and that's gonna come to theaters on July twenty eighth of twenty twenty three. Gonna basically be like instead of a buddy cop, it's like a trio uh road trip adventure uh, of them in space like trying to figure something out. <laughs> road trip. Yeah, let's do it. And then we got Werewolf by Night. Uh trailer for the their Halloween special. Yeah, which that, I don't that know looked, much about the character. Mm-mm. It looked really good though. It just looked like yeah. a, a little uh a fifties horror film. Yeah, which I'm excited like for, that, I'm not gonna lie. Like there was some gore that they disguised under the black and white that I'm like, oh shit, I, I like that they're going they're leaning into it. They're going for it. Um, a part of me like, doesn't want this to be connected at all. Yeah, I, I would be totally down with that, but there is some connections and some there is the TVA in there. Uh, we get to see TVA, like foot soldiers getting, like the Minutemen, getting absolutely slaughtered by the werewolf by night. Well, I feel like that's fine, right? Like, because yeah. the TVA can be in anything, and it would make Anywhere sense. Anywhere at any, yeah, at any right. time. Uh, and so, but I do wonder if there will be some slight, like, tease at the end of, like, because Moon Knight premiered as a comic book character in Werewolf by Night, uh, and I think it would make sense to maybe get a little bit of a tease of maybe we'll see some more Moon Knight or some Blade something. Um, you know, there's characters that it would make sense to kind of tie into Werewolf by Night. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's going to be more Moon Knight? I hope so. I hope so, but I got a hard hunch that it's not. Think so? Not, that makes me really sad. Yeah, because, I mean, I told you, I, Moon Knight is trumping Iron Man hard. Yeah. Um, and you know, to me, because with Iron Man being my favorite, and then Moon Knight came in the picture, and everything kind of changed with that. But I'd love to see more. But yeah, I, I do have a feeling that I think it might be done there. But I, I would like to be proven wrong. I would really like to see a Midnight Suns with like maybe a Werewolf by Night and Blade and Moon Knight and like Doctor Strange or Ghost Rider. But mm-hmm. uh, dude, a Ghost Rider needs to come back. Yeah, I need it. It like, didn't have to be Nick Cage. It could be Nick Cage. It doesn't have to be, though. I want it to be. Yeah, I don't want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Ironheart uh, got apparently some some footage, or, or at least some some things were seen, whether it be like quick little clips or just some screenshots and stuff. Uh, but that's going to be the idea of tech and magic doing battle, basically. So. There's a, a character played by Anthony Ramos or Anthony Ramos uh, called the Hood, who is um, Parker Robbins is the the character's name, 
and he That's is a my penis. the hood. Uh, he is a magic <laughs> user, and so it's going to be an idea of uh, Riri Williams using her technology and the hood using. Now I'm going to just think about your dick every time I say the hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like excellent. It's all coming together. That's uh, the goal. That's what I'm saying, baby. <laughs> so yeah, the hood is using magic. Thinks is right, and their their ideals collide. But apparently, it didn't. They did see some footage, uh, and that one has Ryan Coogler as a, a producer on it, and, and I think he has some writing credits, which uh, kind of makes sense because he is introducing the Black Panther two. Um, and apparently, she doesn't have too much of a comedic tone to it, uh, which you know sometimes Marvel can be accused of being a little too jokey at times. Yeah, uh, but the couple like one-liners or jokes that she does have apparently felt more as like, her, like almost threatening in a way of like, oh damn, she is confident and cold, and I don't know that I'd want to fight, you know. Yeah, and then the the trailer that we did get was for Secret Invasion, uh, which kind of looked really good. It had heavy, um, uh, Winter Soldier vibes of like. Like the espionage and the anybody, and I I liked the idea uh, of them tying in Jim Rhodes to it. You know, got old Rhodey back, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. So it's just the the scrolls have infiltrated Earth, and it seems like it's been for years. And I like that they just straight up said, Nick Fury has not been on Earth for a long time. It's yeah. I'm, uh, are we? I'm curious to see how long. I don't want to jump, but are or is this going to lead into Secret Invasion? This is Secret Invasion. What are you asking me? Never mind. I was thinking of something else. Yes. No, he hasn't been on Earth. I'm I'm really fucking pumped. Yeah. Like from everything there was a specific scene. Let me see if I can pull it up. I don't know why, but I thought you went a completely different direction. Um <laughs> I said the word secret invasion. I know. I know. And then as soon as I said, you're like, like is this already... gonna be secret invasion? Or I'm like, it it literally is. <laughs> it, it is. It actually um, is. You good job, buddy. Yeah. Yes. I'm learning. I'm with the program. Wumble, wumble, wumble. Uh, the fact that he doesn't have um, his eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Like Not a badass. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, and like a full goatee on him with a, like the beard on the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, which I'm curious about because there is the scene where he has the full beard and then he shaves it. Yeah. Back into the goatee, but honestly, I thought the beard was kind of gas. But I did too. I did like there's a really good shot in the trailer where uh, I think it was Rhodey uh, was meeting with somebody and was like, or no, it was the 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 main scroll. um, Ben Mendelsohn is the actor uh, was like kind of trying to strong arm somebody, I think. And then all of the guards in the room turn around and are that. guy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, they're all there. You didn't know they're all among us. But I'm really fucking cool because yeah, because he, he says like <laughs> Among Us. Among Us. I was just telling you that they're coming soon. Uh, yeah, that they VR. they will be having yeah Among Us in VR, and I'm I'm actually pretty stoked for it because I stopped playing it because obviously like it's just a bunch of uh, fucking kids shitlins running around. But in this, I don't know, man. Like you're playing first person view of. Uh, you know, one of the crew members. And I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun in the sense of like having that instant, like 
oh, you know, you're looking at the guy as he's killing somebody, and you're like, I gotta run, and he's chasing me, and I'm trying to run to go hit that buzzer. Yes. I don't mean to cut you off, but we do need to power through the rest of this here. Yeah, yeah. So, Armor Wars is going to pick up right where Secret Invasion leaves off, apparently, uh, with Rhodey being the main character of Armor Wars, uh, where he just gets a bunch of new War Machine-style suits of armor, and nice. uh, it's going to kind of adapt the Armor Wars from the where the that Stark-style tech falls into the wrong hands, and Rhodey's attempting to, to fix it, basically get it back. Uh, I mean, that's what happened in Iron Man 2. Sort of, yeah. Loki Season 2 hits Disney Plus in the summer of 2023, and Kihi Kwan... Short round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, fucking everything, everywhere. Yep. Uh, fucking killer. He is joining the cast as a librarian of almost a time librarian within the TVA. And apparently it's a, a somewhat uh, comedic role. Um, I love it. I do too. And he did a little uh, red carpet review and he's apparently a major. Love the hell out of Loki season uh, one and seems just super jazzed to be there. Um, I'm just glad that he's getting like uh, he's back. Like this is it, you know. Mm-hmm. And he like he'd given up acting, and then uh, yeah, he got inspired by Crazy Rich Asians to to rejoin the acting the career. So thank God for Crazy Rich Asians, yeah, um, which was actually a, a good film. Yeah, I liked that movie. Uh, yeah, my I wife and I actually really it. enjoyed that. I was gonna say I remember uh, Morgan rewatched it, and I watched it with her, and it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, there was also the great opportunity that uh, there was a, a nice photo of Harrison Ford and Kihi Kwan together, and it just warmed my heart to <laughs> see Dr. Jens and uh, Short Round together. Echo, mm-hmm. uh, which streams on Disney+, Plus, quote, soon. They didn't give a, a date. Uh, got an exclusive trailer, like a full trailer shown, and apparently it's got a lot of striking Native American imagery, and it sh- features the return of Wilson Fisk looking awesome with an eye patch. Yes. Because I told you at the end of uh, Hawkeye, he, he shoots him. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm curious on moving forward with that, what's going to happen with Daredevil? Because I know they left the big cliffhanger in season three. So um, on that note, Charlie Cox did give an interview on the red carpet there at, at D23. That kind of heavily implies the idea that this won't necessarily be a continuation of that show. Um, no. No. And I'm wondering if it'll be like a, a vaguely sort of this is a variant time like that was a variant timeline. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. And so some of the things could or could not have happened in this timeline. <clears throat> and it kind of gives them a little bit of a uh, a way out of that. And that's fine, but that does make me kind of sad because I was really interested in that story. And it yeah. just I just wonder how much um how much ownership they have over that story versus Netflix. Yeah. Uh let's see. Daredevil Born Again is getting 18 episodes on Disney+. Plus. It starts shooting next year, so there's obviously no trailer yet. Nothing been filmed. Stop it. Uh, apparently, in lieu of footage, the fans got an exclusive look at Daredevil's appearance in uh, the upcoming episodes of She-Hulk, as well as uh, there was a an exclusive trailer shown there first, but then everybody got it on YouTube for like the second half of She-Hulk. Uh, which mm-hmm. does look kind of dope. Like it's got. Yeah. It seems like she's leaning more into the superhero side, of things, whereas the first mm-hmm. half of the series has been her trying to still just be a lawyer who also has Hulk of powers. Um, and and yeah. then Daredevil uh, has that line where he's like, "Yeah, you could do both." Yeah, you know, like be there when. I mean, that's what he does. <laughs> yeah. You know, when society fails somebody, you're you know the law. You use the law to help them, and when the law fails them, the She-Hulk can help them. Yeah. Oh. I'm I'm so fucking pumped. 
And then she, like, straight up, she's down bad. She's like, this guy's kind of doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If Daredevil and She-Hulk fuck, I'm going to save that. That'll be, that'll, that'll go in the vault in my mind. But so overall, what do you think? <laughs> was uh, was it a disappointment for you? Or, no. or are you were you happy with it? I kind of went pretty... in with with managed expectations, honestly. I'm like I said when it when we first started um phase 4 seemed very scattered everywhere. They were just kind of dropping shit, which wasn't bad. But I know we talked about it before. It felt very like holy shit. Like now we got to watch know this show. Right. Um, and now this one here, and it doesn't necessarily, like, some of them slowly starts to ties in uh, to one another, but it does now, I will give point the impression out, that... This isn't everything. No, I know, but just from, like, some... like, several unannounced, or, you know, announced, unrevealed projects, I guess is what I'm trying to say. We know of projects, we just don't know what they are yet. Yeah, and, like, as, you know, as I was going to say before I was interrupted, um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, no. Um, it does feel like it's coming to a, a single path and it's going to just start making more sense, which I'm excited for. So see, uh, phase five just seems more organized. Yeah, I agree. Stri- yeah. And that's what I'm excited for. Yeah, I could see that's that. Yeah. I-, I do think people were bummed out about their own like theories not coming true. And I think that's just become a problem with this fandom in general is they're all like, oh, I bet this is it. And then it's not. And they're like, then this is dog shit. And it's like no, no yeah, and that's I don't I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think a hat meal. My theory doesn't have to come true, right? And as a matter of uh, fact, I would like it not to come true, and I'd like something yeah, better. Yeah, because then yeah, yeah, exactly. Surprise me with good stuff, right? I don't want to know exactly what it's going to be when it gets here, because then it loses some of the the thrill. Um, but yeah, so I am excited of the future of Marvel. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Right? Do you know what time it is? Welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, the douche. Um, <laughs> so this week I actually pulled one up. Um, it's called I just <laughs> I got a little bit of the giggle from the image, and I'll have to send it to you, and we'll either post about it or something so they can see it. It's called the Sea Monk, um, or sometimes known as the Sea Bishop. Uh, so the Sea Monk was given its name. Um, to a sea animal found off the eastern coast of the Danish island of New Zealand in 1546. It has also been sighted by two fishermen and some nearby swimmers in uh, Paula Croita? Croata? Uh, in the year... No. I don't know. In the year 2011. Uh, <laughs> and is one of the more popular sightings of, uh, of the cryptid in the uh, Adriatic Sea. It was described as a fish that looked superficially like a monk. <laughs> Dude, it fucking kills me. Uh, it was mentioned in the picture of the fourth volume of uh, the Conrad Jessner's famous historian, uh, you know, Animulium. Let me shine out. Butchered that. Um, Jessner also referenced a similar monster found in the Firth of Fourth. Dude, it's just a lot of big words because it originated in the 1530s, dude. Like, cut me some fucking slack. Get off me! <laughs> According to, uh, again, another one, uh, B-O-E-T-H-I-U-S. I'm going to pronounce it as Bothius. Bofa? Uh, and a sighting... Bofa? Bofa these nuts in your mouth? Um, <laughs> and the sighting off the coast of Poland in 1531. The sea monk was sub, uh, subsequently... <clears throat> subsequently 
uh, popularized um, in holy shit, dude. Maybe I should pick this one, dude. What? <laughs> We got to put out the link because, like, some of these words... Today, Junior! Basically, the whole thing is, it's not like a... It doesn't kill anybody, right? It's just some abnormally large fish that looks surprisingly like a monk. Um, But, you know, they've never been able to find it. So, you know, it counts as a cryptid. Right. But I just imagine just a fucking line of sea monks just chilling in the trenches. Um, and then, I think there's only those two sightings, but, I mean, I think it's crazy that the first sighting was in the 1500s, and then the latest sighting was in 2011. Yeah, like, um, what a fucking wide range. Yeah, like, and like, yeah, that first sighting, and then, I'm not, like, I've never heard of the sea monk, right? And so, it could be a, a, a case of someone was like, you know what, let's stir the pot, let's bring this back. <laughs> Let's bring the sea monk back. Hey, you know what would be fucking bananas if a sea monk was. But I could also see it being a matter of um, maybe it's just a, a, a uncommon fish. Yeah, it could be. But then, uh, this, yeah, and then going back to uh, more of the the sea monk or the sea bishop. Uh, it was a type of sea monster reported in the 16th century. According to its legend, it, it was taken out of the, it was taken to the king of Poland who wished to keep it. It was also shown to a group of Catholic bishops whom the bishop fish gestured, appealing to be released. Uh, the grant, they granted its wish at point... At, at which point... <laughs> dude, it's even where I'm just stuttering on basic words. Uh, at oh, which point man. it made the sign of the cross and disappeared into the sea. I mean, this fish was just like, yeah, religion, let me go. Yeah, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude, uh, dude. I mean, it hits a point where you just start fumbling so bad that yeah, I was getting embarrassed. Huh? You, you, yeah, you. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they have pictures of like I, they have one picture of what like the skeletal system would look like. Honestly, it looks kind of like a stingray, just the way that it's formed. Yeah. Um, like both, it, like its mouth is on the bottom. Uh, so, and it's a little bit. It looks like it's about the size of three <laughs> in the example here. Uh, it looks like it's about the size of three Coca-Cola cans. <laughs> Is that metric? Or? I don't know, man. Just three Coca-Cola cans. It's its own unit of uh, measuring. But no, I, I literally I saw it. I was looking, and I wasn't sure what I was going to pick. And I saw this, and I just couldn't help but giggle because it reminds me of Darth Vader. Just a sad <laughs> Darth Vader. Just a sad Darth. Maybe that's where Lucasfilm's got its inspiration. It's from the fucking sea monk. It's the monk fish. Yeah, the sea monk. That's right. What, uh, what you been thinking about, baby? So I've been fucking... I've been plowing been through fucking. my list. Yeah, yeah. I've been fucking. Go um, you, baby. <laughs> go you. I finished uh, no, the I'm, video game I'm here Stray. <laughs> yeah, that's right, you are. I uh, finished the video game Stray, um, and that was really good. And, uh... It, it got me choked up at the end. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't cry. Uh, not that I'm embarrassed the, to cry the, over the a video fish. game, but um, <laughs> but it did. It did get me choked up just because a lot of things. It left, and again, we talked about that. I knew we've talked about this, but like, it left me wanting more in a very good way. Yeah. Like you know, uh, at the ending, um, 
it is still a pretty new game, so I'm not going to talk about it. Maybe I'll, we'll, I don't know, maybe I'll talk about it at another date a little later down the line. Because um, I feel like I could talk a whole lot about it. But yeah. there's a scene, you know, the, the, the very last scene uh, with mm-hmm. the cat and what happens. Um, it was just like, I was so happy, but super sad. Um, and I just, I wanted more. I wanted to continue that story. But it, ultimately, the story did come to an end. You know, that, that was the end of the story. Um, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's not, there's not more. Yeah. And so it was very beautiful game, very aesthetically pleasing. Um, I love like that cyberpunk city look to it, um, especially, you know, in the beginning of the game when you're in the slums compared to like when you're when you do make it up to the big city. Um, it's just very cool looking and a lot of fun. Uh, and then what else? I you said you've burned through a couple of things in your life other than Stray. I know that's why I'm trying to uh, go through the line and think I watched one up. I'm starting to catch up on uh, better call Saul. Okay. I watched one episode um, and it was where Saul uh, just starts to get, um, it was the one that I've already seen, but it was a good recap one. It was where is after Chuck died, everything like that. And, uh, it was just like kind of a recap on that. So it, it was a nice refresher, but it did definitely give me the vot- motivation to keep watching it. Cause I was like, Oh mm-hmm. fuck. Yes. You know? So I'm, I'm excited to continue with that. And then, um, honestly, like I, I did want to dedicate like uh, a day to just play video, like a game that I wanted to play, which in this case just happened to be Civ six. Oh shit. Yeah. And, um, I remember I was, laying in bed it was i came home from work and i just went straight to bed and then i woke up maybe like one in the morning you know mm-hmm. and, I, and so i was just like man you know, i'm not that tired i'm just feeling like i want to play a game so i hobble over to my desk and i sat down and just opened up civ 6 and i'm let me tell you i'm fucking killing it right now <laughs> fucking killing it. i have the most uh uh what is it the diplomatic points yeah, the, yeah, I, whatever it is. Yeah, I have like two grand, like two thousand of them, Fuck and yes. I'm my my biggest struggle in that game is like having science, like getting that research skill. But I'm the second highest in it. I just discovered nuclear technology, okay. and my whole purpose is because I'm pretty friendly with everybody except for Rome. Rome doesn't like me, and so I'm gonna. I've been going to war with them for a little bit because they are, they keep moving their shit a little too close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so my whole plan is I'm just going to start making bombs and then I'm just going to break all my treaties and bomb everybody and win the game. There you go, dude. Hey, that's not a bad strategy. Like, I, I really think that's what I'm going to do. Cause it's hitting, I'm hitting a point where I'm like, I have so many cities now. Like it's hard to, it's hard to keep track of all of them. Like to make sure right. that, you know, there's enough houses, food, resources, everything like that. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I got Washington, I got Philadelphia, and I've got New Orleans. We're going to be uh, bombing the fuck of it out of everybody else. And whoever's within here, Washington, you're safe. Washington. Washington. That, but really, that's all I've been, I've been doing. I finally had a, a couple days off of work, and I've just been taking it easy, really. Like, just going with the flow, doing whatever. Um, which is definitely called for. I am, I'd like one more day, but I do go, you know, go back to work tomorrow. Um, but... I'm a little right, more refreshed. I'm ready job. for it. 
Yeah, but what about you? What have you been thinking about, baby? Hmm? Hmm? The fuck you been thinking about? Hmm? Damn it! <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Now, on the same vein uh, as like, um, uh huh, oh, six. Oh. oh god. I've also sorry, real quick. I almost forgot. Yeah. I've also uh, I'm almost done with it takes two. Oh shit! Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Will and I have been playing it. Um, uh, oop, I just name dropped. He's fine. Um. My buddy and I, we've been playing it, and we're He's at the fine. part... He's fine. Nobody's we're gonna find part... him. Nah. We're at the part where we're getting the four pages from the Book of Love, and we've gotten three of them. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if that is the end, but it sounds like it's coming to an end. Um, I think you're pretty close. What, what kind of... What are you doing? Uh, so we just left the snow globe. Oh, and then no, right now, no. we are in the garden. So, yeah, so I guess you're kind of close. You probably got, like, two more, quote-unquote, levels or sections. Yeah, I figured I figured we we're going to get all of the pages. As soon as we get them, there's probably going to be one more thing, and then that ties it up. Yeah. Yeah, because you're, like, working on supporting each other's, like, stuff that they love to do, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Which I mean, he, vital, he wants to be a gardener. gardener. Yeah. Yeah. But sorry, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, it no, was no, just you're good. I know I said I wanted to finish No, it's that, fine. I, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I know it is. That's why I said it. Dude, it's... Dude, it is. It's fucking fine. I said it's it fine. It is fine, okay? I am fine. The, uh, no, yeah, you, before you interrupted me, I was talking about the fact that uh, I've been playing a game called Humankind, which is quite similar in style to Civ, uh, mm-hmm. other than instead of you getting stuck as, you know, I am the Romans for however long it takes, you know, so I'm, I am the Romans dropping bombs on, you know, the the Americans, right? It is every era. Uh, you get to pick um, a different civilization to be inspired by, basically. So, like in the ancient era, I might be the like the Mississippi River Valley, like Native Americans, and then in the the you know Iron Age, I am the 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 Egyptians and whatever, right? And so it's kind of neat that whatever bonuses you get, whether it be like um, a special unit or anything like that, uh, you you just keep forever. So I might have uh, the Mongol horde, even though I also have the Rough Riders because I played as America in the industrial era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of neat that way. And there's a little bit more um, diplomacy involved than I think there is in Civ. Uh, you know, Civ's diplomacy is kind of uh, not very in depth. Um, now, granted, this isn't like one of the um, Crusader Kings or anything like that, where it's strictly politi- you know, politics, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's pretty fun. I, I, I enjoy it. Um, I just enjoy that type of game. <clears throat> but, uh, no, I've been having a good time with this one. And then I've also started reading uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, trying to kind of get ready for the movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it is. It has no... Like, it just... It's sad, you know? Yeah. Like, there's no... No way around it. It's like, yeah, that's these because, like I said, it's semi autobiographical in that it is fictional people, but it is based on the author's real experiences. Uh, yeah, which just kind of adds something to it that it's like, you know, it's not he's not writing something entirely fictional. He's telling you about some shit that he actually saw. Um, and, and yeah, you're like, man, this is, you know, not not to, it's not a hot take to say that World War One was fucking awful. 
But at the time that the book was written, it honestly kind of was uh, of like, you know, there weren't a ton of firsthand accounts of how terrible it actually was. Right. Um, you know, it was kind of like also it was in a time, you know, kind of hushly talk about the the neighbor who, who survived the war. And he just hasn't he hasn't been quite right since, you know, and, and things like that. And so for this guy to just fully tell you the kinds of things he saw and to not glorify the um, was a pretty, pretty revolutionary idea. And I was kind of nervous. I think I told you this when I was like, man, this guy was a German uh, who survived through the 30s. Was he a Nazi? Do I want to read a Nazi's book? You know, and then no, he actually fled Germany in the 30s because of the Nazis starting to become a thing. And I was like, all right, cool. I can read this guy's book and not have to worry about my conscience. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. I, I uh, yeah, that's all I got. I've uh, not been super busy this week. I've just been busy at work, so I'm not oh, yeah. like, filling my time with stuff. But yeah, uh, I'm, hitting, so- I'm hitting a point where I'm, I finished a lot of my traveling um, for that. I think for, for all of it. So yeah. now I can kind of sit down and after work, dedicate my time to catching up on shows, playing games I've been wanting to play. I'd still really like to play the quarry. Uh, I heard it was okay. Um, yeah. but st- I still really want to play it. Um, and then I'd also like, I'm just fucking waiting for the day before. Um, yeah. but so yeah, I'm just I'm getting in ready for preparation of that. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's the end of the show kids. Like, uh, yeah. you know, well, long, thank yes, you guys. It was a long episode. Yeah, I was getting kind of stressed. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. If you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a great review. Tell your friends about us. Share us on social media and all that jazz. Uh, like and subscribe. You know, smash that like button. We always smash made that, that joke in a moment. No, we um, but no, in, in all reality, if you did enjoy this and you want to hear more of us, uh, subscribe. Uh, I think Apple Podcasts is where you subscribe. Spotify, you like follow or favorite wherever you're listening. Do your version of making sure you get updates. Uh, That's right. That way you can you can hear some more of us next week. Uh, That's right. Hopefully, hopefully Chris has gotten to meet with his tutor, and uh, he he won't stutter as much when he reads it to us. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I read at like a third grade level. So I was gonna say, yeah, uh, when they make you do the reading test, and you're like, I just like, I, I don't <laughs> don't know how to tell I, you this, but your I, kid uh, he doesn't know how to read actually, and they're like, he's a fucking eighth grader. What do you mean? Uh, we don't know. Like he just, he can't do it. He can't read. I gotta do the old uh, Billy Madison thing. Two weeks <laughs> each grade. Yeah, drag the finger along. Uh, Chris, if people want to get in touch with us, back questions, maybe get you in touch with a good tutor. How would they do that? Well, of course, if you have a good tutor recommendation or a good cryptid recommendation, you can always reach mm-hmm. out to us at uh, Instagram, YouTube. Well, you can't reach out to us at YouTube, but you can see us at YouTube. Yeah, they could leave or, a comment, you know. That's true. That's true. You could leave a comment. Or our uh, Facebook, which is Simply Whelmed Podcast. You can always reach out to us at Twitter, and our Twitter handle is whelmed underscore simply. And then, as always, we'd love to receive an email from you at simplywhelmedmailbag at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the movie Barbarian. Uh, we decided, like, there haven't been a lot of movies coming out, really. Uh, and the ones that have come out that maybe piqued our interest, we've just Trash. heard, like, not great things about. Uh, and we're like, I don't know that I want to go, like, spend the time and money to watch that and then d- dedicate an episode to a movie that we just don't enjoy. We want this to be something we enjoy. So, uh, the Bar- Barbarian looks good, and I've heard good things about it. So we're going to go fucking do it. And uh, hopefully we enjoy it, and we can give you guys a good episode about it. That's right. That's gonna be episode, Chris. Talk about it. Bye. Let's fucking get out of here.
fine. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I got shit to do and people to fuck. <laughs> well, I've got things to see and people to do. <laughs> <laughs>